Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Gateways to Cinema. Uh, I am your host Aaron Hahn, joined as always by uh, Jacob Lacey. I don't have an ooh boy middle name for you if you were anticipating that. <laughs> no, I wasn't, but I also didn't think of what I wanted to say here. But uh, I'm going to say, hey, how you doing? We're That's back. Your intro. We're back. It's been, uh, we, we, it's been a comedy of errors. In a sense, yes. And a comedy of terrors yeah. at the same time. We were on a good schedule no, for a we while, but uh, we had a, was it a two-week break? Yeah. Ended up being? Yes. Um, so what was the first delay? The first was I was just sounded sick, and I was like, I don't, yeah. I'm just gonna sound gross. Like, I don't want to sound like that on the podcast. Like, you like, had I a cold. Just, I was just sniffly. Yeah. And the second one was a COVID scare. Neither of the times were COVID, so that's awesome. Right. But it could have been. Yeah, completely unrelated, <laughs> and in a very weird order that you got the sniffles, and then you had the COVID scare yeah. when you were completely uh, without <laughs> symptoms. But yeah. that, it just happened in that two-week period, so we yes. were just off, uh, so... Apologies, um, but we're getting... in my room. Watched yeah. nothing. <laughs> Watched not a single thing. <laughs> Played a lot of Lego, Lego Star Wars, though. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's truly the um, that's what you're supposed to do. I don't know. I I was every time the I just CDC, feel like maybe I should uh, watch something. And then I'm that. like, ah, yeah. no, <laughs> no, I don't think I will. <laughs> so, I just wanted that fresh experience, that fresh moon experience. I wanted sure. it to be. I wanted this to be the next movie I saw after Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Was that the last movie you saw? Yes. Oh my. Well, we did see Sonic the Hedgehog too. Maybe we'll talk about it later. I don't Maybe. know. But as Jacob mentioned, uh, we are once again looking at a film from the list of 100 movies I made for Lacey to watch. Films that are interesting introductions to the larger world of cinema. Uh, and as Jacob mentioned, this week's movie is Moon. Um, which is the 2009, I'm going to do a little synopsis here, because ah. I'm picking up on this idea that you yes. had that was actually a very good idea, because I feel like we just talk about movies assuming people know what they are. Which, like, to an, to an extent, if you're listening you should, to the, if you're uh, listening. the yeah. spoiler part, but if you're coming in and you're like, I don't know we're if I want to watch like, this yeah. movie, like, we, we, we're always like, it's good, but we don't, like, say what it's about, so we can't really, like, sell you on the movie. <laughs> you just, just gotta like, go based on the title alone, yeah. and this one has the most boring title <laughs> possible <laughs> yeah yeah like i mean you show me a movie called like why don't you play in hell i'm like yeah i'll watch like, that i don't care what it's about alone. that's a title let's go <laughs> but you call me you say moon you gotta give me more so moon 2009 movie directed by duncan jones um it stars sam rockwell uh as uh, as a man who works on a like a lunar facility um coming at the end of his three-year contract um and then an accident happens on the moon, uh, and he starts to unravel a mystery about his uh, role there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to keep it kind of vague, because I think yeah. this is one of those movies that um, that works best if you don't have any, don't have much knowledge of it ahead of time. Um, I did mention um, when we when we were going to. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. when when uh, we picked this movie, this we tied I tied it into Duel. The new Riley Stearns movie with okay. Karen Gillan. Have you not heard of this? No, I, no, I don't well, think I've heard of this one. It's about if I if it's give okay, the synopsis of even, that, it's going to spoil it. If there yeah. are people listening that yeah. don't want that spoiled, so, so we'll get we'll save it for spoilers. Um, but I tied it into Duel, um, which makes a lot of sense now that you have seen the movie. It will make a lot of sense once you look up the synopsis for Duel. Twenty twenty two. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah. 
So that's uh, that's the movie we're talking about this week. Jacob, uh, are you ready to give your initial impressions? Or are you still looking up this? Uh... I was looking up, oh, oh, Riley Stearns. Oh, 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 yeah, I want to watch this now. Just Did you not? Okay. I could not remember I, I, who that was. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I oh, didn't man. realize you were going to recognize. Art of Self-Defense uh, is so good. Oh, anyway. Art of Self-Defense was very good, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my first, or well, first impressions. What did I know going in? Uh, yeah. Nothing. I knew the poster, and that was it. <laughs> From Letterbox. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. That's yeah, pretty that's much fair. it. Um, Not even a moon on the poster, you know. It's just, a, well, just there's the impression a, of a moon. There's yeah. a gray circle. There's a little. Um, not all gray. The moon is a gray circle, but not all gray circles are moons. That's the little. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that's called. <laughs> I was going to say transitive property, but that's not what that is. <laughs> that's no moon. <laughs> that's what I was laughing about. <laughs> I'm playing too much Lego Star, much Lego Star Wars. Um, yeah, so I knew literally nothing about this movie. I was like, I, I, I knew Sam Rockwell was in it. And I think mm-hmm. I like had known that Kaya Scolidario was in it just because I've looked up her filmography before. and was Oh, like, you've looked up her filmography. <laughs> I've looked up her filmography before, and I was like, oh, okay. That's what they're that. calling it. But, okay, like, I was yeah. still shocked when I saw her name in the credits. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, interesting. Um, but, yeah, and I, I think that is just the actual way you want to do this movie because it uh, it's very good at... Um, setting up this these mysteries and um as i'm watching there's like one specific scene where he's looking into this uh thing and he's like what's going on in there and that that whole scene i'm like what is going on in there what like tell me and i think those are like the best movie moment like best movie suspense moments where you're like in suspense with them and you're like oh my god just show me i need to know (laughs) so i think this movie is great at that and you you just don't want to know anything when you're going in because of that that's why i tried to preserve as much uh yeah, as much of that experience as possible. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so I'm glad you enjoyed it. The reason why I put this movie on the list is um, honestly I don't really have a great reason for this one. <laughs> okay. um, this movie, it just it, I first became aware of it. Uh, I'd actually uh, first heard of Duncan Jones's second film, uh, Source Code, which is also on the list. Oh, we'll cover it later on. Um, and I had heard that movie was really good. What about his third movie? We don't talk about the third movie. What about the fourth? Or the fourth movie. Fun fact about the fourth movie, it's technically a sequel to Moon. Uh, we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I heard about that. And then you also hear, because uh, I, I think I've told you this before, but Duncan Jones is the son of David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I did. Yeah, I you, that. you knew that. Um, so... I hear that fact as well. I'm like, I gotta check out this movie. That sounds interesting, you know? All you need to tell me is this is a sci-fi film that directed by the son of David Bowie. I'm like, yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I think... I know I watched this for the science fiction film class I took in college around the time I made the list. Okay. Um, but I don't remember if that was the first time I watched it or the second time I watched it. Because I just... I can't remember... If I've uh, seen this movie now three times or just twice, <laughs> and it is kind of upsetting to me that I can't remember whether I've done that. I didn't have... I that didn't might stop. That was before Letterboxd. I can't go back and... That kind of uh, comes into the movie as well, you know? That's kind of uh, thematic. Yeah, now I, now I have to question uh, my entire reality because I don't right. have this memory of whether this was the first or second time or third time I watched Moon. Um, 
but I have seen it now multiple times. Right. Works works well on a repeat viewing, especially if you imagine. give it some distance, because uh, it's been a while since I had seen this. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to, like, dive too much into it without, in, until we're in spoilers, but I think it just also just works on the on the fact that, like, you, like, kind of figure something's going on from the start. Like, there's not, like... You're not like, oh, this is this random, you know... Well, I mean, there needs to be movie. a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, you're already kind of like, all right. And I think it uh, it's it's one of those um, uh, plots that I think would almost benefit from a rewatch, almost. That's true. You there's can, some yeah, you little can... details you can pick up on and, and stuff like that that you wouldn't before... Yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, so, yeah, yeah it, it works just as well with the foreknowledge of where it's headed. Um, and yeah, you, there are obviously a little hints and build up uh, throughout the uh, first act before we even get to uh, the first big reveal um, that, yeah, you do pick up on on a repeat viewing. Um, but I would just, I put this on the list uh, just because it is a, I think it is a very solid sci fi film. Um, I think that the uh, the production design is great. I think it's a great example of like working on a small budget. I don't know if this is the type of film I would put on the list if I were to make it today, mm-hmm. just because it's you know it's fairly similar to a lot of other sci-fi works. But I still think it's a very uh, very good uh, good example of the genre. You know, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think there's certain things that work in a way that you're like, oh. There's certain things that I feel like are meant to be sort of more mysterious, but like once you understand vague general sci-fi concepts, you're like, this is what's happening. Like clearly, <laughs> True. Yeah. like so. Um, I feel like we need to stop dancing around yeah, this and yeah, just yeah. get into the spoiler it's section. It's definitely not because we already had to cut something because <laughs> you spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, my little, bad. Little inside little... baseball for you there. Don't know because you'll forget to cut it. Huh? That's the baseball getting hit by the bat. That's your baseball getting hit by a bat what's sound? The, well, what's your noise for it? That's what I thought. <laughs> it sounds like it's being like like a suction cup, though. It's the sound you're making. Pop. There we go. It says pop. <laughs> it says pop. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let's what's that film with the talking baseball bat? Oh, my God. Everybody's hero or Hubie. something? No. Hubie, no. Hubie? Everyone's hero, yeah. Every, every, everyone's Hubie's hero? Hero's hero is... <laughs> Hogan's Heroes is a TV show. Hogan's Heroes? No, that's not what I'm thinking. What are you thinking of? That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, so I would recommend this film. I'd give it three and a half stars. I think it's very, I think it's a very solid film. Um, Definitely one to check out if you're interested in that, like, low budget, uh, small, small scale sci-fi film. Um, or just, uh, just interested in, like, uh, like, indie filmmaking, um, would you recommend this film? I would, yeah. Um, yeah, like you were saying, just the low-budget, like, vibe of it that works so well, too. Like, I think the set design is so good. Um, it just, it gives that cramped feel, but also still feels realistic, because I imagine a lot of that was just... Like, every once in a while, you'll see, like, oh, there's, like, a, a matte painting to, like, show that room over there, because it's, like, not all one thing. Movie magic. But, like, it, <laughs> right. it feels very um, singular and, and very, um, 
it's it feels very much like its own thing and you're actually in this it feels realized i suppose is what i'm saying the mm-hmm. the the base and i think that's really cool um especially because even just the little touches like um the like mind step on like all the different things separating the things it's just like yeah. little details that make it feel real and lived in is so cool and it's something that just feels very uh like there's so much care put into it when there's mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times sci-fi can blow into this huge thing where it's like I, I don't care what's going on with the step <laughs> we're, we're, we've got a fleet of star destroyers <laughs> we got a fleet of death stars somehow Sam Rockwell's returned <laughs> is that a spoiler no, 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 no. Anyway. Alright, let's move on to spoilers. Yeah, so if you have not seen this movie, uh, it's recommended by the both of us. It is currently streaming on HBO Max at the time of this recording. Um, and if you have seen the film... Oh, we didn't give it stars, though. I said three and a half. Oh, I said four. Alright, I, did, I didn't, but I'll say four. Okay, I really four. like it. I just vibe with sci-fi, man. It's just so good. It's just so good. That's fair. Even when it's not good, it's good. <laughs> not saying this isn't good, but... It's no Moonfall. It's no... Uh, what was the one we watched where she was in the tube? Oh! Was <laughs> that called? Meander? Meander? Yeah. <laughs> was that even sci-fi? It was it just kind of like went off sci-fi. the rails at the end. I'd consider it sci-fi. <laughs> I guess. Um, yes. So, uh, if you have seen the movie or just don't care, we're going to talk about it now in depth with spoilers. So, is there somewhere you want to start with Moon? I mean, we can we can just we jump just right into the... Jump to the biggest spoiler. Let's just... Yeah, hopefully, it clicked off quick enough if you want. Right. But if you have seen the movie, uh, the spoiler uh, thing that we were avoiding the entire first half of this podcast yeah. uh, is that Sam Rockwell finds out he is a clone, mm-hmm. um, and then the, there is another copy of him that shows up, and that really kickstarts the, the main plot of this movie. But it is like a solid half hour before uh, you even get to that reveal, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of misdirection, you know, he's hallucinating a little bit, and you're like, oh, is it, like, there's, like, tons of people, or what's going on here, mm-hmm. and, um, so that's, uh, that's a fun little misdirection. You're like, okay, alright. Yeah, it works. There's some weird dream sequences, like the moment where, uh, like, you see <laughs> yeah. Sam Rockwell under the bed yeah, sheets, like, he's, like, he's in bed, and then you pan down the bed sheets, and then... <laughs> there he is. There's the, the other Sam Rockwell just, like... <laughs> grabbing it at the feet um which yeah it's just a fun visual and it doesn't really uh make a whole lot of sense in the larger context outside of just setting that mood and yeah. it's a great little mood setter you know it is it is but, you know it's him it's him grasping at the life he never got to have you know <laughs> that's uh there you go yeah um yeah but is there a place you want to start beyond that okay um no <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to find a place. But I mean, obviously, okay, that's why I tied it into Duel. Yes. You read the synopsis okay. of Duel, I did which not, is. But... Yeah. Oh, well, Riley Stern's uh, new movie. Uh, it's about uh, a woman who, like, she's going to die or something. So she creates a clone of herself to, like, uh, be with her family after she passes. And mm. then I, I, I think this is the synopsis, if I'm remembering it correctly. But then she doesn't end up dying. So then her and her clone, by the laws of this society, have to do a duel to the death to decide who survives uh, since they're both still living. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I need to watch that. 
Um, so as as soon as I heard that, I uh, I thought of this uh, both be- of, of Moon because they're you know both uh, small budget sci fi films and because of obviously that uh, clone uh, premise. Although in this one they don't end up really fighting to the death so no. much. It's just kind of like generally getting along, Tussling. which seems like it's like yeah, that's what would happen. Sam Rockwell just seems like it's a chill dude, and if he came across a clone of himself, he just you know. And, and even keep still, chilling. I think they I think they do a great job of differentiating the different points because clearly they they imply that he was he w- took this three-year job to like zen and center himself and like he has an anger issue that he has to deal with and i think they do a good job differentiating the two like the one who's been awake for three years with the one who just woke up and how they uh act so differently and even just the way it's shot like you're always aware it's the same person but there are some shots where like they they just feel completely different and i mm-hmm. think that's such like just well done little uh uh camera trickery that i'm like yeah all right that's pretty cool yeah there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun little care uh, camera moments in this like you know when they're playing uh ping pong against mm-hmm. themselves and it's like one crosses the other side of the board but yeah. he doesn't actually reach the other uh sam and then the other one does the same yeah. and you're like yeah i see what you're doing there but it's you know it's it's fun to just like watch uh, these very basic uh filmmaking techniques um mm-hmm. just still work you know still trick you uh, in the moment yeah. where you're like yeah i totally believe there's two of them uh two of them existing in that same space all the time yeah um, and uh just and i will say too i think it sam rockwell's just such a good actor dude he's so yeah, good, good that like i feel like it, there are very few people who could have pulled off playing against themselves for the entire movie <laughs> like i thought for sure we'd see another character at some point but yeah no it's just him against him the whole time and right. it's so good there's a couple obviously we get a couple characters uh through uh, just like uh video uh video footage right. uh you know messages from earth from both the company and from his uh wife and daughter mm-hmm. um but yeah other than that he's really our only uh only character in this movie well him and gertie <laughs> gertie played by no one yeah it's wild they, they got just, a they got a they robot just got an actual got robot, robot to play gertie <laughs> don't look that up he that's, was just, <laughs> and that's the other thing too. Is like I don't know if it's just because Kevin Spacey, who plays Gertie, is such a ghoul, an absolute goblin of a man, an absolute just train wreck human being. Mm-hmm. That the whole time I'm like, Gertie's gonna be evil. Gertie's <laughs> gonna do something that's not chill, and it's just you know, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, <laughs> obviously at the it's... time this movie first released, uh, we didn't know, yeah. um, or at least the larger public didn't know, right, I didn't right. know, um, but I think there still is that, uh, that, that's that, that, um, element of, you know, is Gertie going to turn evil or is he going to turn good? I think that's one of the, uh, better elements of this movie, mm-hmm. I would, when I really like, um, well, it's obviously this is it's invoking yeah. uh 2001 a space yes. odyssey obviously with hal um it's very clearly with the same little kind of like center eyepiece and everything and mm. the you know obviously that we're stuck in this space station and this uh you know robot is like i'm sorry i can't let you uh go there or i can't let you yeah. back in i can't let you out same thing um but then we end up uh having gertie by the end of the movie 
basically be more human than any of the other characters in this movie because then you know you find out that uh the the corporation that's up this lunar base is lying uh to uh the sam rockwell uh, and his various clones the whole time Mm -hmm. um but Gertie doesn't really have that. He's just running on his programming, you know? Right. His, his programming is like, listen, I'm here to help you. I'm going to help you. Yeah. And it, in a sense, it's like he's not actually good. He's just a robot following programming. Right. But in comparison to the, the corporate overlords well, that uh... can lie to Sam, that will intentionally, you know, hide things uh, for their own benefit... Um, he comes off as, you know, the better character, the more human character. Yeah. And I think it, that's it's really like fun. The, it's the, the loophole of the programming that I think is just... That stuff is always fun with, like, AI and stuff in movies. Like, the loophole stuff they do. So yeah. good. Um, yeah, I I really liked uh, in the scene where he's um, telling him... Uh, he's telling Gertie about, yeah, uh, my wife, actually, she left me for a little bit and all that. And he's like, oh, I know. And then he's, like, crying about being a clone. And then, like, the little emoji face that comes up and cries. I'm like, what a, like, it's, like, good because it's a little funny, like, like lighthearted comedic beat. But it's yeah. also just, like, it's so, like, corporate in the way it's built that it feels so intentional that it's, like, oh, like, here. I mean. I don't, how, I don't know how to describe it, but. I feel like it's, I'm, but, I mean, I feel like it's. It's definitely, um, I don't know if this was, I, I assume that these were already in development by the time this movie was released, but like, this is a technology that people are working on, you know, that mm-hmm. the idea that robots are going to, the, the first kind of communications for these kind of robots, like medical robots and right. uh, assistant robots and stuff like that is going to be through like these emoji things. Yeah. And yeah, I get what you're saying where it's just like this artificial, like this is, I'm representing sadness <laughs> yeah. uh, right now and it's not actually sad in any way, but no. it's like trying to trick us and trick our brains into thinking this uh robot has personality yeah and it's um yeah i think i think gertie is definitely one of the most interesting characters in this movie because of that because we're like uh how much how much of this is actually just like we programming and how much programming is, and how much is because not. he even has that line at the end he's like well, we're, we're not programmed we're people you know and like i assume it's, <laughs> and it's meant just, about him i assume but also yeah. it's also like in a the overall sense about Gertie, who makes an actual choice, like which, yeah, like you said, makes him almost more human than anyone else in the movie. He's he's he makes a self sacrifice. Yeah, pretty I, wild. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, the whole movie obviously is, uh, you know, drawing that lines of how much we are programmed, you know, because uh, mm. it's 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 sci-fi. It's uh, relating to everyday problems, and it's like, yeah, the, you know, what's so different about uh, these clones that are just uh, just following these tasks uh, by these corporate overlords? They never uh, they never actually see, uh, you know. It's it's very you know, <laughs> right. We live in a society stuff, yeah. but you know, it well, works very sure. well here. <laughs> sure. That's, I mean, that's really just all of Duncan Jones' filmography, you know? Warcraft? We Warcraft, live a, yeah. We live in a Warcraft society. We live in an orc-ciety. <laughs> and what are they, orcs in that? They're, they're orcs. <laughs> I have seen Warcraft. It's The thing with Warcraft is I feel like... I know mm-hmm. Duncan Jones is a fan of the games. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a fan of the games, I think it could be... 
like an enjoyable movie. Okay. It's sure. just there's so much lore thrown at you that doesn't make like any sense if you're unfamiliar with it. Sure. Um that I think I, that's really the reason why it didn't uh why it kind of really tanked his remember, career for a good while. I remember there was a baby in the uh There's an the orc trailer, baby, yeah. And I was just like, what? I mean the CGI is not very good. <laughs> A little rough. It's like um, it's it's worse than like the actual cutscenes of World and War of Warcraft, uh, you know, expansion pack stuff. Oh my. Um, um, and then of course his fourth film. We can talk about this briefly. Uh, Mute. Yes. Okay. That sure. film. That film is technically uh, like it's not a full sequel to this movie, mm-hmm. but it takes place in the same, same world universe. as this. And Sam Rockwell has like a brief cameo scene in the movie to like establish that. Okay. okay. Um, I wouldn't say it's worth watching if you liked Moon because it's very much not Moon. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> well, so what happened? What, what, what happened with Duncan? I don't Jones? know. I wish I knew. Because yeah, after the, I put his first two movies on this list, I was a big fan. I was like, this is the only thing that's going to get me to see this Warcraft movie. And then I saw it. It was bad. Yeah. And I was like, well, give well, him this the chance. Studio. On... <laughs> the studio did it to him. And then you watch his second or his fourth one. You're like, what? Yeah. And then he hasn't made anything since. So I How don't know. How long has know. it been? Mute, I think, was like 2017. That's a long time. It's a long time. Is he going to make anything again? He's been working on uh, this Rogue Trooper movie since then, which is like based on a comic book. Um, I don't know much about it. Um, just kind of like a super-powered, like a super-soldier kind of thing based mm-hmm. on a comic book. Um, that's been in development for like years now, though, so I don't know when it's ever going to get released. Yeah. And Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It is kind of sad because again, yeah, I, I'm a fan of his. Uh, I'm a fan of his first two movies. We will watch Source Code. It is on the list, um, which mm-hmm. I think it's. Uh, it, it might be up in the start of the downward trend. I don't know. We'll see how it holds up on rewatch. But sure, sure. I still really like it. But I, it's so it's always so confusing when uh, a career takes a nosedive. <laughs> after a great movie because I would say this is a great movie mm-hmm. I think there's so much about this that is so promising I think the story is so interesting uh, just the the and again I know Sam Rockwell's a great actor but he's able to pull a hit two really good performances out of <laughs> Sam Rockwell here yeah and um, it's like like I said the the, the set design and in the, the shots composition and just everything about it I'm like this is well made so what happened <laughs> I'm just so curious <laughs> I, I mean, I think the thing is, the problem mostly with Warcraft and Mute is the story, you know? Everything else about it, mm. it's like, yeah, sure. But, um, yeah, he just, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, you know? Yeah. Dang. It's a good movie, though. That, you know, Moon. we can at least stay on that. Moon. Moon. Great movie. You really started out strong. Just came out swing... Is that better? Is that a better baseball? That's one? a little better. It Swung still feels fences. like you're not hitting it very hard. I don't know how know? to do it. Like, because it's such a like distinct noise. Yeah. I can't make it. I don't. Well, I don't think I'm not a sound actor. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm a impressionist. <laughs> so so. Yeah, I was gonna say this would be a good double feature with a different movie, but I don't. I think the. I'm pretty sure that's also a spoiler for that movie, so I don't want to even say that. So I'll tell Which you afterwards. Movie. It starts with an O. 
Oh, well, I, we can actually talk about this because I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I think I think we can talk about this. Can it's we? been Yeah. It's been a long time from Moon, too. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, though, it's much more incidental in this other movie, you know? Like, it doesn't... Sure. It's, as much of the, the plot isn't as highly built around that specific reveal, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you want to talk about it? Because I don't think people are really going to care all that no, much. No, this movie's totally been forgotten, for like which is kind of sad, because it's pretty good. Kind of ironic uh, yeah. for Oblivion. <laughs> yeah, Oblivion. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's <clears throat> another reason why this movie uh, came to my attention um, that I didn't talk about uh, pre-spoilers, um, is that when Oblivion came out in 2013, uh, around the time I made this list as well, obviously there was a lot of um, talk and accusations about how much one work plagiarized from the other because in Oblivion we have Tom Cruise working for this uh, mysterious company. He works on Earth in that movie but it's the same thing where they're like uh, you know mining the natural resources right. of the of the planet and then he comes to like the moment where he's about to um, retire and head back to where everyone else is and then he finds out um, that there's more to uh, more to the mission uh, that he was let in on, and, uh, and spoilers for Oblivion. <laughs> oh man! Um, right, at a certain point, he finds out that he is also a clone, and that there's are multiple copies of him that are all fulfilling the same task and just being exchanged for one another. So it's the same exact like basic uh, founding concept, um, and the. The debate is obviously that Moon came out in 2009, Oblivion didn't come out until 2013. Right. Uh, but uh, Joseph Kaczynski, who directed Oblivion, uh, based it on a graphic novel that never actually got published. Okay. Um, but that he was trying to get published before Moon came out. So that's okay. where the debate is on whether it is plagiarism or not. Um, which, at a certain point, I think it's not all that relevant you yeah know? i mean the thing is it's such a general sci-fi concept it's what you do with it after that yeah it's the interesting part and i think the two movies are wildly different in you yeah. know tone and scale and plot beyond that yes that <clears throat> it doesn't really matter all that much um because oblivion is much more about just like the big budget sci-fi yeah. spectacle there's a lot more it, there's I, and there's a whole other element to oblivion where it's the aliens that are manipulating him instead of the humans yes. which obviously <laughs> makes for a, a better uh big budget action sci-fi movie because then you can just blow up the aliens at the end right um whereas in this film you have to like contend with the idea that the humans are manipulating him the the villain is capitalism you know true true uh, good movie though. I do like Oblivion. Oblivion. I feel like that's. I've a, always liked it more than it, this general reputation. Yeah, seems I don't really under. Be. I don't really understand that. It, it's one of those that like. I feel like when I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, that was really good. I liked that." And then, like years later, I heard people didn't like it. I'm like, "Wait, what?" Like, it was the exact opposite. Uh, well, not the exact opposite. The same, but much, much longer from when I saw The Last Jedi, where I was like, everyone's going to love this. This is like the best Star Wars movie. And then I went on Twitter, which was already a mistake. And I was like, oh, oh no. I'm like, am I wrong? No, it's Twitter that's wrong. I mean, fair. That's they pretty always much are. applicable to any scenario. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 
Oblivion's good. I, I haven't I watched like it in years, so maybe it's not, but... I mean, I saw it, like, several times around that era, around the time it came out. Like, I yeah. saw it once in theaters and then a couple times on uh, DVD. And I, I still enjoy it. I think it's a very, uh, you know, visually stunning movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, obviously, it's in the same boat as Joseph Kaczynski's previous film before that, Tron Legacy, where it mm-hmm. got very mixed reviews. But I'm like, yeah, I'm all in on this. I love this movie. What about his uh, next movie, Top Gun Maverick? <laughs> That's, we'll see. This we'll is, see. It's a career that's real interesting. Well, he actually uh, he had a he did yeah, another the, movie between the, 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 fire, the firefighter, firefighter movie, which yeah. I have not seen, but that just doesn't seem good. as interesting. I yeah, it's good. I heard yeah. it is good as well. But, I mean, uh, he's obviously a very he he's a very you know visually impressive director, uh, even if his stories uh, are criticized for lacking like emotional depth. Um, sure, sure, but. I have not seen Tron Legacy, but I have played Kingdom Hearts uh, Dream Drop Distance, <laughs> yeah. and they go through the entire plot in it. So, so I'm, you've like, basically familiar. seen it. I'm yeah. familiar. Yeah, I know about CGI uh, Jeff... Bridges. Bridges, yep, there we yeah. go. CGI um, Jeff Bridges uh, yeah. is your sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, yeah. Even in Kingdom Hearts, they made him look so, like, crappy. It's so weird. Um, yeah. Yeah. Moon. Moon. Is Moon? Yeah. Uh, do we what, do we want to say any more about Moon? I feel like we've covered it. The thing is, it's a fairly short movie. It's it pretty straightforward. It's more about the mood. It's more about the atmosphere. The mood, yeah. not the moon. But it is the about mood the of moon the moon. Ever like I was like, like almost thinking at the end they were gonna do some <laughs> village thing where it's like he wasn't actually on the moon at all. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was kind of worried. I'm like, don't do this. Please don't yeah, do this. Yeah, I could this. see, yeah, where that, that could happen. But that would, yeah, just be, like the village, a completely unnecessary <laughs> twist that completely derails uh, everything you had built up beforehand. Uh, oh, yeah, it would have been awful. It would have been awful. But like, I don't know. I kind of like the village twist. Now, the, the more I think about maybe if I rewatch the movie, I wouldn't feel the same way. But the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I dig this. I, like, don't hate it. I just... I want to make people mad. Okay. I think a better filmmaker could have made it work. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan is just so bad. I I think we have very different opinions on M. Night Shyamalan. I feel like we do. Yeah. I, I don't uh, think he's I, ever made I a great dig movie. his vibe. I I you know I think there's definitely he definitely has really bad movies. I think Last Airbender is a miscalculation on every front and really <laughs> awful. Um, but I think that like his more original works, even when they're not like great movies, I think he has a lot of interesting ideas, and he's a very you know. I'd rather watch an M. Night Shyamalan movie than, you know, something with so much less personality to it. You know, he's one of those directors where even if he's uh, doing a misfire, at least it's interesting. Every movie he's made is distinctly M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) I'll give you that. Like, I'm watching The Visit and I'm like, I can't even enjoy this on a found footage level. This is just an M. M. Night Shyamalan movie. It's very much an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, We haven't talked about movies in a while and it shows. We're just going so off the rails. It's moon. It's moon. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, do you have a ranking on this? I have not. I don't either. I can, uh, <laughs> you can look that up. But real quick. here, let's let's take a look. Remember, guys. Remember when I said that I was going to go through and re-rank everything? And remember hey. how I had two weeks off? <laughs> I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about where I we're remember. at on that. I. How could you not? Mm-hmm. Here, let me sort by. 
my rating highest first. I'm actually... This what? is going to end up pretty low. Oh, okay. Which isn't curious. really a statement on the movie itself. Because, again, I, I recommend these movies. I like all these movies. But I'm going to go 66th. Mm-hmm. Uh, behind Young Frankenstein. Ahead of Frank. Mm. <laughs> that was so funny that Frank and Young Frankenstein were that close to each other. What can I say? You know? I There's movies that are missing from this list. I think I've just been putting into the combined list as of late. Oh, yeah. And that's what's going on here. That's fair. But I think not, because... Are you at 73? I'm at 73. So you're good. Or you're at, you at 73 before or after you had Moon? Before I had Moon. Then you're good. Moon is 74. <laughs> so I'm real confused about where Why Don't You Play in Hell is. I, okay, never mind, I found it. We're good, we're good, we're <laughs> okay. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is tough. It, this list is getting harder because a lot of these movies are starting to get dip, more different the further we go on. So I'm like, I don't even know where to put like, these anymore. In terms of like... Like, how do I compare Why Don't You Play in Hell and Moon? That's fair. <laughs> They're so different. The same way you compare any movies you put into a ranked list. That's It just fair. doesn't matter because no one else is ever going to look at the list. And the points don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I got to really look at this. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, Lord. at this point, I'm like, when we get when we hit the end of my list, that's when I'll go back and re-rank everything. How close right are we now, I'm rolling right it. Now. Well, that was 74. So we got 26 movies left on my list. That's not bad. Which is not bad, bad, outside of the fact that you consider our pace over the five years we've been trying to do this or whatever it's been. No, no, it's not been that long. It's... I think so. No, no, because you made the list in 2015, we didn't decide to do anything with it until, like, 2018. I don't... I I don't think that's true, man. Oh, God, we gotta look that up. I feel like the movie this is closest to on this list is maybe Predestination, so I just rank it against that. Yeah, yeah. Um... It's not better than Blade Runner. I'm I'm ranking against comparative films in ah, this okay, list. Ah, okay, okay, that's So, fair. it's not... It's not better than 2001. Um... This is weird. This is weird that this is going to work out like this. Oh, but. that's another thing I can mention just real quick while you're ranking yeah, yeah, this. Go for it. Uh, but there's that other 2001 reference at the end of the movie that I kind of forgot existed there. But the moment where he's flying uh, to Earth and you see that close up of yeah. his eyes, uh, face, and with the with the you know neon lights and all that stuff. Um, that yeah, obviously you can tell what the inspiration for this movie was. But you know, if you're going to make a sci-fi movie set in space. You got a crib from 2001 A Space Odyssey. There are worse movies to uh, imitate. It's just, yeah. (laughs) Um, Alright, so Moon is 49. Okay. Behind Stranger Than Fiction, which I haven't seen since we watched it. I don't remember much of, but I remember enjoying it. I really like Stranger Than Fiction, but that's also one of the movies when that was during the time period when I was not re-watching these movies alongside you, which was a a horrible call. (laughs) Yeah, that was a mistake. Um, And then uh, above Frank. So that's the weird coincidence there, that it also was going to be right along Frank. Um, Another movie that I have not watched since, and I'm like, I... Remember Beats. I remember there was a hot tub scene. <laughs> I don't remember there being a hot tub scene. Oh, yeah, I do. I remember, like, two scenes from Frank. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's. I don't know why Frank. I put it on the list. I just, I watched it around that time. <laughs> Again, 
half of this list is just movies I would, could think of in the moment when I would well, sure. sat down to do a, exactly a hundred. That's the thing. You just made a list of, of movies, and like it wasn't with the intention of doing a <laughs> podcast on them. Hey, we, how could we have it's known? It's worked out, though. It's worked it out has. pretty well so far, you know? And yet we're coming up on the end. We got we got 26 films left. But we're not coming up on the end because we've got my list, too. You got your list. You're going to you... make me watch good movies? No. Absolutely not. You got to watch bad ones. Do you, do you have a movie for next week when we return to your list? I'm, next week, yeah. the biggest movie of the year comes out. Right. Marmaduke. Marmaduke. On Netflix. Starring Pete Davidson. Certainly no other... Yeah, no Pete Davidson in that trailer, by the way. We just watched the trailer for Marmaduke. He's in there. We just didn't watch the full thing. Yeah, sure. But it's weird that they wait so long to establish that Marmaduke can talk, right? Like A little weird. Anyway. um, So to tie in with this dog movie, that dog that can talk but not to the humans. Yeah. We're going to watch Disney's little classic hit. From 2006, Mm -hmm. The Shaggy Dog. Yeah, we are. (laughs) It's going to be a rough day. (laughs) That's the (laughs) tagline. That is the tagline. This is the Tim Allen one, right? Yes. Yeah, the Tim Allen. Yeah, not the original Shaggy Dog, which uh, people have fond memories of. (laughs) They shouldn't. (laughs) This one that I watched on Disney Channel about 50,000 times. (laughs) I've seen this movie... So many times. All right. Well, I'm definitely <laughs> curious. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. We're just gonna have to watch it. It's this. It's the Shaggy Dog. What can you do besides watch it? You know? Would you believe me if I told you this movie is two hours and ten minutes long? I it's will... not. It's ninety minutes. <laughs> I was like, the thing is, you know, I still have these, uh, I still have, like, these three, uh, drink ticket, uh, yeah. things. Uh, Dude, if the Shaggy Dog was the- two and a half hours, I'd be like, I'm not watching this over. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Whenever I catch one of those in, we're gonna have to probably swap it from a weekday, uh. Yeah, yeah, but, absolutely. Um, yeah, if it was two and a half hours, I'd have to. <laughs> but, yeah, no, 90 minutes, uh, that sounds right. So, yeah. uh. yeah. So we'll come back with that next week, yeah. barring another COVID scare or <laughs> something coming up in life, uh. or like a red scare even. <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just was thinking, what's other things that are scary, or what's another word that starts and then ends with scare? <laughs> I'm riffing. Riff with this me. Is Aaron. Bad riffing. I don't like it. <laughs> Call me riff tracks. <laughs> I won't. Because <laughs> my riffs are are snacks. Cause that's a yummy no, little keep riff. Keep going, keep going. That's a yummy little riff. Let me dip it in hummus. It wasn't a. It wasn't a. Bar. I thought this was gonna be. No, I wasn't doing bars. It, it was a good start. I was looking forward to the rest. <laughs> all right, all right, sure, sure, sure. Anyway, does the Shaggy Dog rap? You can't remember. That's a bad sign. <laughs> I unsure. I'm unsure on whether the Shaggy Dog raps. He might. <laughs> he actually might. 
Or is there like a different animal? Are there more talking animals? I will get to all this all in the Shaggy Dog podcast. Yeah. I'll have all my questions <laughs> answered by that time. Will you though? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, all right. Well, mm-hmm. Aaron, you want to take us out of here? All right. Next. Now week, that we're done talking about Moon. We're done talking about Moon. Next week, we're talking about the Shaggy Dog. Until that time, if you want to find us around the web, you can find Jacob at Jake underscore Lates on Twitter. You can find him on uh, Letterboxd. Um, you can find me at MyHonestOpinion.com. You can find me at HonestOpinion on Twitter and also on Letterboxd. Um, and if you want to find the podcast around the web, we're at Reboot under, Already Underway. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so until next time, don't think it. There it is. Don't say it. We're back. Bye-bye, man. Bye.